0: On this episode of Mike Crispy Unafraid, guys, hope you all had a Merry Christmas. It is great to be back with you. And man, are things getting crazier than ever like we've never seen before? Absolutely. Have politicians lied before? Absolutely. We're going to talk all about that. I got some exclusive updates on the George Santos fiasco, what occurred on Fox News last night. A lot to unpack there. Very important. A lot of implications. It is not distractions. distraction. important. Got that. Guys, exclusive updates from D.C. sources on the Speaker of the House race. You know I've been on this like few other people have. I got updates for you on that. Additionally, where is all the global warming? It was pretty cold this week on Christmas. We're going to talk about what is going on with the administration and Pete Buttigieg dropping the ball. All. guys it is so great to be back with you guys it is so great to be live in studio with you all guys help us keep this momentum rolling here as we end the year and rumble this video guys it's so easy to do plus sign on the browser thumbs up on the mobile app you do that you help keep us on the leaderboard we had a great day yesterday great shows by jeremy today and the loud majority the rise up show and the coming up next guys lfa tv is going to the moon and i always say we're just getting started we have a huge show great to be back in studio got frankie Ready, I'm ready and let's go. And hello everybody, Mike Crispy here coming to you live from New York on this Wednesday, December 28th. With the one and only producer Frankie in studio. Frankie, how we doing? I am oh, doing well. look at Frankie with the new camera angles. Frankie, would know, you get that thing for Christmas? What is going <laughs> on? We love it. We I'm love always, it. Uh,
1: I'm always trying to just step it up for the, for the elephant Listen, family. Listen,
0: absolutely the most high-tech show on the internet. Yes, guys. It is so great to be with you all, guys. It is so great to be here because we have had, I said it, I said it just before, we have had one of the most absurd post-Christmas runs that we've ever seen the last 48 hours. Have we ever imagined you'd have this phantom candidate come out of nowhere? Ever imagined Kevin McCarthy would be doing something that hasn't been done since 1923? Guys, these are unprecedented times. But you know it's not unprecedented politicians lying politicians lie all the time okay so this is not new this old george santos thing it's not new republicans trying to say oh we need to dump them. we need to dump them. Is it new, guys? You ever watch show House of Cards, right? Do politicians lie and steal and cheat their way to the top? Absolutely. Are they good people? Very few of them. Do they lie through their teeth and look you in the eye and smugly smirk as they say something they know could be debunked in two seconds after the fact, but they don't care because they got the soundbite out? Absolutely. Case in point, the person who this House of Cards documentary is, ba- or the reality show is based on Hillary Clinton, remember Hillary Clinton told this lie? Frankie, roll the clip.
2: I remember landing under sniper
1: fire. There was supposed to be some kind of a greeting ceremony at the airport, but instead we
2: just ran with our heads
1: down. Oh, you ran into with your the, heads down.
0: The, Hillary, the, the hero that is Hillary Clinton, yes, she ran with her head down under sniper fire when she landed in Bosnia. Eh, not true. Absolutely a, a easily debunkable fact. But Hillary Clinton said it anyway, and she has told many lies, many lies in which include deaths that have occurred and her covering it up and lying about that. What she did, what was it? Uh, who is it? The money in Haiti and all these things. These people lie through their teeth and they'll even say things like that, like they ran through sniper fire when it is so easily debunkable. Boom. The politicians lie and eh, got it right there. One of the biggest liars ever. Hillary Clinton. Moving on. Who is the resident in chief right now in the White House? He goes by Joe Biden. And, and believe it or not, guys, Joe Biden has been running for president for a very long time, since the time that color TV was invented. So when color TV was just getting invented, Joe Biden was running for president. And listened to the bold faced lies, easily debunkable lies, that he was telling. Roll the clip, Frankie. The new question
1: stem from With taped remarks of Biden during an April campaign appearance in New Hampshire. The I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. Went back to law school and, in fact, ended up in the top half of my class. I was the outstanding student in the political science department at the end of my year. I graduated with three degrees from undergraduate school, and 165 credits, only had 123 credits. Biden now concedes he did not graduate in the top half of his law school class. That he does not have three degrees from college and that he was not named outstanding political
2: science student in college he, is-
0: <laughs> he goes well i actually misremembered it all yes you misremembered that you got three degrees and where you graduated in the half? May, first of all may i yes frankie yes <laughs> it's just so funny that later in that he, they say When he was asked to
1: comment, he said, unfortunately, his memory failed him. So (laughs) nothing's changed with him. And you
0: know what else? Well, well, one thing has changed about Joe Biden, Frankie, is the fact that everyone goes, oh, you guys are ableist. Joe Biden has a speech impediment. How dare you talk about this man with a speech impediment? Didn't sound like he had a speech impediment back in the day, right? No, it's called cognitive decline. So even (laughs) when that guy had cognitive functions, he was misremembering things back then but he was able to speak fine and he got 160 credits only needed 120 who speaks like that right no, it oh. was actually it's funny because <laughs> right.
1: he he went to Syracuse law school and when i was at Syracuse it was like a, it was an
0: ongoing joke among students like he Freaking lied his way through everything. <laughs> he lied his way through. What a concept. People lie their way through everything. Guys, they will lie about where they went to school and their grades. They will do that. Hillary Clinton will lie about her heroism of being under sniper fire. I don't think Hillary Clinton could dodge much sniper fire. Believe me. But guys, someone else who I think takes... This is the dark horse in lying politicians. The woman who quite literally lied and slept her way to the top. She goes by Kamala Harris. Not only was she uh, getting pimped out by Montel Williams. Not only was she uh, having an affair with Willie Brown, who was the state assembly speaker. And as soon as he became the mayor of San Francisco, she got a cushy prosecutor job that led her to get her Senate seat. Really? So you think she was lying about that affair that she was having when she was 29 and Willie Brown was age 70, but the best lie ever of Kamala Harris was when she said, I was at a march for desegregation and I looked up at my mom and I was being restless. And she said, Kamala, what do you want? And Kamala Harris said, I want freedom. (laughs) And she just proclaimed it because she was so restless and such a freedom fighter at a young age as a toddler. She was able to scrub that
3: from the Internet, by the way. The video (laughs) no longer exists. She was
0: absolutely able to. And then she's retold the story without saying the word freedom, because that was the punchline of Martin Luther King Jr. who originally told this story about freedom. Now, guys, the reason I say all this is because there's been so much to make lately about the situation that's occurred with a guy named George Santos. Um, George Santos is a member elect out of the state of New York. And I know George Santos pretty well because I ran for Congress and he ran for Congress. And the story really is uh, quite peculiar. I mean, did he lie about things with his past? Absolutely. Did he say things that were totally wrong? Absolutely. Did he get through and some would say fool the American public on these things? Absolutely. Okay. But George Santos and what he's doing is nothing new. And I contend that all of the people on TV right now, all of the people who are on Twitter right now, address those things, talk about those things before you come at a Republican who fibbed on places that he was associated with with work and his college credits and graduation. Elizabeth Warren fibbed on her heritage to get a Tenured position at Harvard University as a professor and become this like academia superstar. And that was all based on lies. So, my point is, guys, is that all politicians are liars. They're all liars. But you know what the Democrats do? They care about brute force power. They want you in, they want you to vote this way, and they all fall in line and they all do their thing. That's how it works. That's how it works. Okay. They don't, Republicans always have these problems, right? Who's Speaker, this and that. Democrats don't have those problems because we have principles and and they're trying to leverage our principles. They say, well, George Santos must resign from Congress. What's going to happen if George Santos resigns from Congress? What's going to happen? Oh, Kathy Hochul and the Democrats are going to pour millions of dollars. The guy who George Santos ran against, Zimmerman, who was one of Hillary Clinton's top aides, is going to go take the seat. Is that going to be good for the country? Guys, George Santos fibbed on it. I will tell you that. But I can tell you that I know the guy And I know where he stands ideologically in some of these things. And on most things, he is conservative. But the problem that we have right now is that House leadership, Frankie pops on screen here from from Twitter, the New York Times, who first reported on this. House leadership is silent on Tuesday after George Santos admitted to a laundry list of falsehoods about his background, but still vowed he would be seated in Congress. Now, should he not be seated? Absolutely not. He totally should be seated, right? Because if he should not be seated, well, then all these other people should get out of the way. But the reason that Kevin McCarthy and these people are silent right now is because, again, I'll say this about George Santos. The truth guys. what George Santos is kind of in the Marjorie Taylor Greene camp right now. He and this is what happens when you have conservatives who kind of, you know, do these things that are not so great. Kevin McCarthy is all about brute force power. You don't think he's going to hang this over George Santos's head? to get his speaker vote? Because if Kevin McCarthy does become the speaker, what do you think he's going to do to George Santos, right? He's going to go after him. So this is a calculated move on McCarthy's part. Anybody with half a brain can read this and go, all right, George Santos now is in the Marjorie Taylor Greene boat. He has the problem. He's going to he's gonna have to play nice because if McCarthy gets in, he has all the ammunition to work with the Democrats and expel him from Congress. So that's not good, guys. So we're not in a good situation with that. But the thing that really got me was that a lot of people have been defending uh, George Santos, not because he is innocent in all this because he's not but just because the sheer hypocrisy of the situation with the left is extremely palpable when we have these liars who have ascended and lied about things that have cost people their lives and deaths but guys george santos went on tulsi gabbard uh filling in for tucker carlson to correct the record and it was brutal i'm just not gonna lie to you it was brutal and he handled it so poorly and again i've been on tucker yours yours truly i've been on tucker I know George Santos, so I'm going to roll these clips here of what happened on Tucker Carlson, and I'm going to take you through what I think he could have said or what he could have clarified to set the record straight that I think would have helped our cause. Again, Republicans, right? Because if he's a Republican, he's going to be serving all this stuff. We we don't want him flubbing on national TV. He made enough mistakes. Don't dig yourself in a deeper hole. Frankie, we're going to roll the first segment here of Santos getting grilled by Tulsi. Roll it. The thing
2: is, Congressman-elect, uh, integrity means yes, carrying yourself with honor, but it means it means telling the truth, being a person of integrity. That's and course. if I were one of those in New York's third district right now, now that the election is over, and I'm finding out all of these lies that you've told—not just one little lie or one little embellishment; these are blatant lies. My question is: Do you have no shame? Do you have no shame in the people well, who are now you are asking to trust you to go and be their voice for them, their families, and their kids in Washington? Tulsi,
1: I can say the same thing about the Democrats and and the party. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been lying to the American people for forty years. He's the president of the United States. Democrats resoundly support him. <laughs> Do they have no shame? This, Look, this I've is, made this very this clear. This is not this I is made, not about the Democratic
2: Party, though. This is about your. No, relationship I frankly with the people who've entrusted you to go and and fight for them and i think one of the questions that that
0: really probably hits home to a lot of people is is are you jewish Oh man and we, he we... got and he got smacked okay he got smacked we're not gonna we're not gonna sugarcoat it it was terrible and and listen for all the people out there and there's a lot of people out there saying listen george santos is better than a democrat sedum again is it good no but what he should have done with Tulsi Gabbard, okay? If he prepared well, is he should have done this. He should have said, do you have no inte- what is the meaning of integrity? Integrity is something that I didn't have. I made a mistake. This is wrong. I am going to be the first one. Everyone in politics makes mistakes. Everyone in politics makes mistakes. I am going to be the standard bearer now that I have messed up, be an example for all politicians who have lied, and lead the charge on publicly atoning for what I did wrong. Am I a fraud? No. Here's why. Here's what I did. Boom, boom, boom. Here's what I lied about. Boom, boom, boom. Don't say it's going to go over Americans' people's head, and we're going to talk about the next segment. But he should have said that, and then he should have said... Now that I have atoned and said this out loud, I call on everybody else who has lied to publicly atone for what they've lied about. Don't just deflect to Biden. Do it like that, okay? That's what he should have done. Oh, did I lie? Absolutely. And I'm wrong. And let me come clean. Integrity, something I didn't have, Tulsi. Beat her at her own gate because Tulsi was jumping down his throat. And I don't think George knew that Tulsi was going to jump down his throat like that, and he was caught off guard. Obviously, he had no answers for it. So what he should have done was he should have prepared, he should have knew it was going to be tough, and he should have acknowledged, atoned, and been an example for a comeback story. Because American people are forgiving. If you lied about these things, perhaps they will forgive you if you vote the right way and you're a strong conservative, right? Time will tell. Did he do anything illegal that would prevent him from being seated? No, because then Elizabeth Warren should be unseated, right? But he should have played it like that. Instead, he went on the defense and he said things like this that did not help his case. It just wasn't good. Frankie rolled his club. Be taking this seriously.
2: You've apologized. You said you've made mistakes, but you've outright lied. A lie is not an embellishment on a resume. You said you worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup but they've said, we've got no record of this guy working for us. You've said you've gone to and graduated from these universities, but they've said, well, we've got no record of that. These are blatant lies and it calls into question how your constituents and the American people can believe anything that you may say when you are standing on the floor of the House of Representatives, supposedly fighting for them. That's the real issue here.
1: Well, look, and I, I agree with what you're saying. And as I stated, and I continue, we can debate my my resume and how i worked with firms such as it, goldman is it and debatable or is it long. just false? A, no is it it's debatable very, no, or it's is very it just debatable false? I, no I, No, it's not false at all. It's it's debatable. I can I can sit down and explain to you what you can do in private equity in in capital intro via servicing limited partners and general partners. And we can have this discussion that's going to go way above the American people's head. But that's not what I campaigned on. I campaigned on delivering results for the American people by by lowering inflation. I can sit down. and If you want to have that discussion, I'd be glad to Tulsi to explain that to you.
0: Terrible. You don't use your airtime precious minutes on airtime to say we can have that conversation it will go over people's heads not good not good guys not good you have to simplify these. if you're going to be a member of congress you sit down you gotta simplify these things guys i'm being honest again i'm a guy i know george santos personally okay i know him does he have conservative values yeah he's conservative right he's got definitely good economically all these things But did he not do himself any favors last night? He should have not even have done the interview if he wasn't prepared. So he basically called the American people dumb. And look at Tulsi on her face. She's like, yep, there you go. So he walked into the trap. So that's not how you handle it. Now, again, I ran for Congress. I would never be in that situation because my story is my story. It's very honest. But if I was in that situation, you atone, you atone. You admit your fault, you're honest, you're transparent, you explain it, you explain it simply, you prepare to streamline the answers of where you lied and where you messed up. But guys, they want to right now twist this thing and act like this is the worst scandal in the history of political scandals. When we have scandal after scandal, lying politician after lying politician, this is a trend. So the George Santos story is nothing unique. This is what politicians do, okay? It's a shame. This is the this is the state of the country right now where you pour millions of dollars into a race and you could not be good at a lot of things, right? You not know how to handle interviews, but you could win a race. So again, George Santos is a guy who I'm saying I've been saying on Twitter, listen, the guy, he should be seated because if he did commit any crimes. We don't know. Democrats have done far worse. absolutely. So until they start talking about Elon Omar marrying her brother, I don't want to hear this nonsense. But then he went on on uh, Tucker, And it was ugly. It was ugly. I'm not going to lie. And it was wrong and it was smug and he wasn't prepared. So he didn't do anybody any favors and that's going to hurt him in the future. So guys, just breaking it down here. He should have atoned. He should have said I was wrong. He should have said, I'm calling on everybody else to atone for what they've done. I'm going to be the standard bearer and let me explain and just explain it. Don't say it's going to go over the heads of the American people. Wrong answer. Very wrong. But guys, we get what we deserve. This is the system right now. Okay. And I hope, I hope that George Santos streamlines it. I hope that he's a good conservative. It's messy right now. The Democrats are being hypocritical. This is the situation we find ourselves in. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. More of my Crispian afraid. Do not go anywhere. All right, Frankie. Messy situation there. Messy, messy, messy. Hello. Yeah, uh, you're on mute there, buddy. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a messy situation. Um, listen, they're, they're holding George Santos's feet to the fire because he's a conservative. If this was, if this was a Democrat... And he went on CNN. You think there'd be a a brow beating like this? No, there wouldn't even have been a brow beating. But this is what we need right now. In this situation, we need strong conservatives who are not not even have these problems right now. Okay, so George Santos should have handled it better. I would have liked to have seen him handle it better. But he said he should still be seated. And until you take out Elon Omar, until you take out Joe Biden, until you take out Kamala Harris, until you take out Elizabeth Warren, the guy should be seated in Congress. So It's not good. It's messy. All right, guys. So uh, and somebody. So we're uh, we're back live today. We got the live chat on the screen. It is so great to be back with you guys. Um, Producer Frankie got the new camera angle. I'm really excited to be with you guys here today. Uh, we get the live chat going here. We have had enough liars and cheaters in government. We don't need any more. Goodbye, Santos. Claire, I, listen, I agree with you. It's not good. Um, but the Democrat, what's the alternative? So you unseat him and then Zimmerman gets in as a, as a, uh, as a Democrat Hillary actor. What's going to happen there? So it's not good. It's really just not good. It's a messy situation. So Mike, why can't Trump be speaker? He should be speaker. We're going to talk about my breaking updates for speaker in the third block. It's very good. Um, guys, hope all hope you had a Merry Christmas. It's great to be back with you guys here today. Um, do me a favor and leave a comment below on this stream of where you are watching this show from. It's great to have Frankie back. Great to have me back. Um, You know, great to have you back. And uh, we're just glad to be back. back. The flights were out of control. I mean, there was delay after delay. I was worried about getting back to the studio today from Florida, where I spent Christmas. So, listen, guys. Thank you for the uh, comments right now in the live chat. You got Deanna T. Roach saying you're spot on. Santos should have better done a better job defending himself um we missed you mike hope you had a uh, merry christmas hope frankie had a merry christmas thank you guys i really appreciate that a uh, messy situation right now we need strong conservative fighters but listen what's done is done santos needs to defend himself more effectively if we are going to defend him and i'm a guy i know santos okay i like santos okay but this isn't good it's not good frankie it's not, just not good, good you know so it is, it is what it is Red uh, Rock. All right, and, and everybody's saying tell the truth so you won't have to remember your life. Absolutely true, but ideologically speaking, guys, this is the situation we find ourselves. In. So, all right, let's roll right on back into it. All right, and we are on in. Five,
2: four,
0: three, two, one. And hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispy coming to you live from New York here on this December 28th. Guys, it is so great to be back with you post-Christmas. It is so great to be watching the leftist meltdown. And somehow, Frankie, as the leftists continue to campaign on things like global warming, as they continue to campaign on getting Donald Trump for January 6th, somehow people tell you right now that the poll numbers for the Democrats are going up. That's what they say. I was reading polls on the way in here. Oh, Joe Biden is statistically tied with Donald Trump in a 2024 matchup. Oh, Ron DeSantis is only up two points in a statistical matchup. Really? It's incredible that the narrative has been co-opted. And you guys got to watch out for this because even the conservative media, even the conservative media is bought out by the left in many cases. And they do these things to push you to a certain lane of the Republican party. Just remember that. Because a lot of people out there on the Republican side are saying, well, we had bad candidate quality, that is why we lost. We had bad candidate quality, is why we lost. That's what they tell you. But guys, you experience what happened over the last two weeks, Christmas time, record low temperatures. Where's all the global warming? They said that New York was going to be underwater, parts of it, by the year 2018. Did that happen? Absolutely not. I was in Florida for Christmas. It was 45 degrees. Where is the global warming? And people are tweeting back at me, well, actually, low temperature doesn't mean that global warming isn't occurring. Well, then what does it mean? Like, well, that's why they changed they, it. They changed it. They changed to, to climate change. So it's whatever we tell you it is. And you have to believe us, otherwise you're a science denier. But they tell you that these are the quality candidates who are running. That's what they tell you. Guys, was Kathy Hochul a quality candidate in this massive disaster that occurred upstate New York. Blizzard, people died, power outages, freezing, the elderly left stranded. This is the best the quote unquote party of candidate quality had to say about it. Tell me if this passes the smell test. Frankie, roll it. Last night I had to bring in the National Guard. The conditions, the blinding snow, the zero visibility,
2: absolute whiteouts. Uh, it may go down as one of the worst in history people are comparing this to the dreaded blizzard of 77 where buffalo first got its reputation for having an unprecedented amount of snow we broke that record again a month ago so
0: it's very clear to me that the effects of climate change are wreaking havoc everywhere Ah, yes, the effects of climate change. Here she throws that in. Absolutely nothing to do with anything. They called it, people like, uh, like Kokel said, oh, it's global warming. She said that 10 years ago. Now it is climate change. And in the midst of a natural disaster, they throw it in. Just like when there's mass shootings, they say that it is blaming the guns. We need to ban the guns, right? So let me ask you this. Is this the effect of climate change? Or is this the effect of weak feckless liberal policies where all the money for infrastructure goes to things other than infrastructure. The power goes out, the grid goes down, the roads get log jammed, and then you see chaos like this. Let me know if this is the effect of climate change in science. Yes, Frankie, you can roll. These. There you go. What you're seeing on your screen right now are shopping, our stores in Buffalo, New York. And this is the result of climate change, right? All this money to these fictitious climate studies, to these lobbies, to infrastructure when nothing goes to infrastructure. And none of that helped anybody in this liberal state. I thought they have all the money to combat climate change in New York. But what happened? They didn't do anything about it. The people froze over. The people died. And this is the result of it. So it has nothing to do with climate change. But they say it shamelessly. No, this is weak law and order. This is laundering your tax dollars. that are supposed to go towards keeping the power on and keeping the roads running. But we send billions overseas to Ukraine and you're taking more taxes in New York than anybody else, but they can't keep these things going in infrastructure during cold weather? Absolutely not. they blame blaming on climate change. Absolutely. Speaking of racist infrastructure and climate change, guys, Pete Buttigieg, the Transportation Secretary over this Christmas season, the cold weather also caused airplanes to have mass issues. There were no takeoffs that were on time. As far as I knew. I was in the airports all Christmas. Delay after delay after delay. 3,000 Southwest airline flights canceled. Massive issues with flight cancellations, people being stranded, luggage gone. That is the duty of the transportation secretary to get on top of Mayor Pete Buttigieg. And everyone said, Mayor Pete Buttigieg, oh, this is great. He's going to bring equity to the roads, right? What could be wrong with this? How could any racist, bigoted Republicans be mad or surprised when Pete Buttigieg is writing these wrongs? A little throwback here to what Pete Buttigieg was doing with his time as the transportation secretary with all this infrastructure money that he brought in. And what do we have to show for it? Frankie, first roll this incredible throwback clip. The
3: fact that uh, if... A highway was built for the purpose of dividing a white and a black neighborhood or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and puerto rican kids uh, to a beach or there would have been uh, in new york was was designed uh, too low for it to pass by but that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices Um, i don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality and i think we have everything
0: to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, ah, which is why the reason Reconnect- No, we have, no Frankie, we have nothing to lose by acknowledging it. Yes, just all the time, money, and attention to having good people, normal people, be able to just get around and use the basic infrastructure in what they tell you is the most developed country in the world. Yes, Frankie?
1: Yeah, it's just crazy because this bill that he was trying to push, it was literally taking full highways and, and moving them places because <laughs> he was saying that it was splitting up racially dividing towns, billions, changing bridges,
0: getting, I mean, so we have, so we have nothing to lose and everything to to gain, says Pete Buttigieg. Let's see the results of what Pete Buttigieg has been working on. Again, this is the Democrats. They are the party of infrastructure. They tell you, this is what we have to show for it with Pete Buttigieg. How's it going? Everything woke turns to shit. This is a year and a half since that statement. Whoa. How's it going, Frankie? Let's see this here. Uh, and we have it here. Pop it on the screen. Oh, wonderful. What do you know? Southwest Airlines baggage claim at Tampa International Airport. There are more than 24 Southwest flights canceled this morning. Many tags on these stranded bags are from travelers from Denver, Houston, and Baltimore. If you guys are watching the stream right now, you're seeing thousands of suitcases lined up in rows, a massive cluster. And what are we doing? Oh, this is infrastructure. This is what Mayor Pete Buttigieg says he's championing. Guys, we're the most developed country in the world. We pay the most taxes of any nation, and we can't even get the planes to run on time. People's bags are getting lost, and they're now in a pile of thousands of bags. And if you call Southwest Airlines, you're going to wait on hold for five hours. That's what I was hearing, five hours on hold. And then what happens when you're on hold? These lines just disconnect automatically. That's what we have to show for it. That is the result. This is the result of the federal government taking all of your money and working on the racist road project. So a lot of people scoffing off, oh, this is stupid, this is dumb. But this is the result of it, guys. This is the result of it. When the temperatures plummet, they deflect and say it's not, it was never global warming, and then they say we're doing everything we can to fix it after the fact. They pay lip service to you because they think you're so stupid. Let me know after a politician has ever uttered words like this, like Mayor Pete, if anything has ever happened about it, when it's this loose non-specific, trying to make people feel good, but we know it is absolutely BS. Roll, Frankie. Could they tell you how they fix this?
3: They told me in their words that they will go above and beyond their written customer service plan. Uh, I'm going to be holding them accountable for doing that. Does that mean financial compensation? Absolutely. At a minimum, there need to be cash refunds for uh, the the canceled flights, and uh, they need to be taking care of passengers where uh, they got stuck with meals, hotel compensation. Now, they've they've put up a website to uh, get those kinds of requests in. Secretary, I want to go back to October of last year when Southwest had nearly the exact same problem, thousands of flights canceled. How can travelers have faith in the airline and, to be frank, have faith in your department as a watchdog if these problems keep happening? Well, what we did, especially over the course of the problems we saw this year, was press the airlines to increase their customer service commitments. They yeah. did that. They did that. In oh, right-
0: yeah, they did that. Mayor, only these people can tout to a win and absolutely nothing happened. Call Southwest Airlines right now. I dare you. See how long you wait on hold. This is the result, guys, of unserious leaders. They told you the adults were back in charge when Joe Biden got in office. What has happened? A little cold weather from the party that says they fight climate change and build infrastructure. A little cold weather across the country just wiped out air travel and now is sending thousands of people to wait on hours long phone lines to try to get a refund that might be processed in eight to 12 weeks. Really great job by the administration. But they tell you in the polls that they're still up. It is incredible. Guys, this is this is how you know they're so fundamentally unserious. Climate change. Put this on the screen, Frankie. This is what they're talking about right now. This is, the, the liberal media has no shame when they talk about it right now. Climate change efforts won't work if they exclude people with disabilities. Hmm. Interesting. If climate change was real, I don't think that the change in the climate would care at all. I don't think it has any bearing. What we do scientifically to stop it, if we are attending to people with disabilities or not as it pertains to it, this is just a, a word salad slush fund for money laundering and scams to get people to feel a certain way. And then they tell you that the Democrats are the party of candidate quality. This is is recent reports show that people with disabilities have been systematically neglected in U.N. climate negotiations and domestic climate policies worldwide. Amid unprecedented efforts to tackle the climate crisis, the USA has the opportunity and responsibility to ensure that climate action at home and globally doesn't leave people with disabilities behind. What does that even mean, Frankie? What does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, so people with disabilities will not let, be left behind. I think a lot of people with disabilities trying to fly on Southwest Airlines were left behind. I think anybody with disabilities, they could. I don't think they think that if the temperature of the earth is going 0. 0.100 degrees every 100 years, I don't think that impacts people in wheelchairs. I don't think that impacts people with, with terminal uh, illnesses. I don't think it impacts them at all. I think they just want to be able to get on their flight on time. But they will tell you that it is ableist, that's the new word, if we are not including the disabled people in the climate change conversations and the liberal media has the nerve to report these things on the heels of the Southwest Airlines and the infrastructure meltdown that we're experiencing. It is so fundamentally unserious, guys. It is so fundamentally unserious. And speaking of fundamentally unserious, to wrap up this segment here, this is the best part of it, okay? This is how you know these people are out of their mind. A new class action lawsuit filed in the Southern District of New York claims that the function known as the blood oxymizer on your Apple Watch does not work well for black people. And that its poor functioning on people of color amounts to consumer fraud. It's amazing. It's great.
1: It's actually hilarious because... That sensor, it's a green infrared sensor and it's just, it's science that whatever it bounces off of the color, it's going to affect the reading. It's
0: just like, this is known information. They're just jumping on top of it. So yeah, so it is consumer fraud. So what you have here are people trying to weigh down the legal system, class action lawsuit. Class action lawsuit, millions of dollars getting paid. What's going to happen to all these Apple products? The price is going to go up because it's class action lawsuit nonsense, and they're going to drive you into the ground. What's going to happen with this class action lawsuit? The price of the Apple goods are going to go up. Where is the administration stepping in saying we're not going to let this unserious BS carry out? Oh no, we're worrying about working with people with disabilities. Yeah, and the people, the black people who are doing their uh, who are doing their class action lawsuit. They're marginalized, so we have to have Apple pay them a massive multi million dollar settlement in order to get things back on track and atone. And then the the, we'll we'll deal with the systematic racism in Apple watches guys the people who are running our country and our world right now are so unserious they are an absolute joke and speaking of that we have breaking updates on the speaker of the house race coming up right on the other side of this break do not go anywhere oh man oh man all right Frankie. i mean frankie's pretty well how was your uh you didn't go anywhere for christmas right so you were not. you were in good shape you didn't have to you didn't have to do anything you didn't have to go anywhere uh I was just delayed after delay. You know, it was, it was getting to the airport took hours, and then getting on the flight took extra hours. It was like four hours of delays on each leg of my flights. And I'm glad, I'm just glad they weren't canceled. Yeah, I'm glad you made it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Guys, we have a great, we have the live chat here flowing today. We're going to pop that up, guys. Do me a favor and drop a line in the comments below of where you are watching from so we could talk to you. We are live today, as you can see. I'm going to do our sponsor read. Then we're going to do some live chats because a lot of people yesterday were adding me on Truth Social and stuff saying, Mike, are you live today? Are you live today? Where's the live chat? You guys love the live chats. Um, So we're going to do that here in a second, but first I'm going to tell you about the sponsor of our show today. And guys, it is the one and only CB Distillery. Guys, these are crazy stressful times, so what is your solution to relax? Well, if you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete relaxation. CBdistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription is needed, and it's delivered to you right to your door. This delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you manage life without it. What could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off of life and delivering a level of chill you've never experienced? Well, guys, it's called Unwind Synergy plus THC and CBD, and it's only available from cbdistillery.com. You must be 21 years or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated with full-spectrum CBD plus hemp-derived Delta-9 THC. Bottom line, if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is a source that you can trust. Visit cbdistillery.com right now and use promo code LFA for 15% off your order for the Synergy Plus collection. Click on that and use code LFA, 15% off. cbdistillery.com, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. All right, CBDistillery.com. Guys, we got the live chats popping. we are gonna do some. We got Salt Lake City, Utah in the house. We got Blizzards and electric cars a mess. Yes, that's what they want, guys. They want you to be cut off. They want the they want it to be bad. They want the electric cars it's like a boom, kill switch, you're done. Amazing. So we got uh we got Philly Kid in the house. Great to see you, Philly Kid. Robbie Sunshine says five trips to move my shit to Florida, not one flight involved. I hear you, Robbie Sunshine. Chances are if you were taking five airplane flights, at least two would be delayed. Shannon 0550 watching from Iowa. Shout out to Iowa. Love Iowa. Um Steven Susan said I didn't have a good Christmas. I'm sorry about that, sir. I hope your New Year's is better. It's going to be the best year for you. Um, all right, we got Northwest Jersey in the house. Uh I have my newest Apple Watch Ultra. I have caramel-colored skin. My oxygen reader works just fine. they just want to find anything to do a lawsuit about, it's amazing. Uh, Delaware in the house. Oh, from Biden State. We got the Biden neighbor in the house. St. Augustine, Florida. We love it. Guys, thank you very much for your support. We have a very big segment right now. If you're watching, you're not going to want to tune out. Exclusive updates on the Speaker Rice. Frankie, we ready to roll into it?
1: Always ready to roll into it. All right. You know me. We are on in five, four,
0: three, two, one. Hey, welcome back to the show, everybody. Mike Crispier coming to you live on this Wednesday, December 28th. It is so great to have you back post-Christmas. Hope you had an amazing Merry Christmas. We got the snow going just for a couple more days here in the background in the studio. It's still cold, guys. It's still really cold outside because of all the global warming. And who capitulates to global warming worse and more disgustingly than anybody else well guys it is the rhinos kevin mccarthy is one of them he is the king and we have exclusive updates right now in this speaker of the house update segment here now a lot of you people are hearing about kevin mccarthy and they are pounding it down your throat that kevin mccarthy is the guy to become speaker they're just totally nauseating we have to do we have to do we have to do it and they are ignoring the reality that kevin mccarthy is no better than a Democrat. If you don't believe me that he's no better than a Democrat, Frankie, we have a clip here. You guys remember Representative Stephen King who got booted from Congress when he had that scandal They said he was a racist and all this stuff? Kevin McCarthy threw him under the bus at the time. He gave an interview with Tucker Carlson on Tucker Carlson Today. You guys might remember Stephen King, a strong conservative. This is what he had to say about McCarthy. And it's very interesting what he says here. I want you to listen to these words carefully because I think it tells us something about current events. Frankie, roll it. It's totally yeah. insane. So... So what did he say? He
3: just rejected that. And he said, this is a
0: good reporter, the New
3: York Times. They wouldn't get this wrong. Oh, Kevin McCarthy defending the New York Times reporter. Yeah, yeah. they would have no motive to. <laughs> you, did he really do that? He really did that. And, I, and why I, is
1: he going to be Speaker of the House?
3: Do you know? I don't know anyone who has read my book that thinks that's a good idea that Kevin McCarthy should be Speaker. And especially any candidates or anybody running for re-election.
1: Because I think there's nobody else.
0: I mean, Scalise, you know, Please.
1: No, so I don't, but why <laughs> I couldn't?
0: Okay. And I guess- well, wait a minute. So what did Representative King say there? Frankie, did you notice he mentioned McCarthy's cozy relationship with a media outlet called the New York Times? Very interesting. Could the New York Times and McCarthy have been related to what we saw with George Santos? I don't know. I don't know. Who would have a motive to drop that? I don't know. It seems like Kevin McCarthy is cozy with the fake news media. Incredible how only people like McCarthy has good relationship with these liberal outlets when they want to use these liberal outlets as bully pulpits to besmirch conservatives. So I'm just saying this, listen, George Santos, he lied. It's terrible. Should he be seated? Absolutely. Does McCarthy care? I don't think he does. I think McCarthy just wants his vote as speaker, and maybe he's the one who dropped it. I'm just drawing the correlation here because they just said that the New York Times is in McCarthy's pocket. That is quite peculiar. Now, he mentioned there, also Representative King, about Steve Scalise, and I reported on the show months ago that Steve Scalise, quietly behind the scenes, was having conversations and negotiations with the Freedom Caucus to become the Speaker in the event that Kevin McCarthy did not make it. And guys, I have heard from my sources, again, I have sources all over on this story because I'm covering it very closely, that Steve Scalise has been making these negotiations and doing these things behind the scenes in the event that Kevin McCarthy cannot get the ballot. He is the compromise candidate. Now, is Steve Scalise a good candidate for Speaker? Absolutely not. He's not a good candidate for Speaker whatsoever. He's not. But is he better than Kevin McCarthy? Now, Kevin McCarthy is committed absolute almost criminal behavior with his FTX donations with the way he sunk candidates in the primaries in his bloodlust of power so Kevin McCarthy is a non-starter Steve Scalise is not good either believe me he's not good but Kevin McCarthy is the one person who has committed most heinous acts that should never be repeated by a power-hungry psychopath in Washington who wants to get power for that reason alone Kevin McCarthy needs to go he needs to go But, guys, this is now happening, and now more media outlets are reporting Steve Scalise having these negotiations. You heard it here on this show before anybody else was talking about it. And Steve Scalise is apparently an ally of McCarthy. But he is getting ready, and I hear that Kevin McCarthy is hunkering down – And that he is going to let this thing go ballot after ballot. Meaning, for the people who are new to this show, this thing, for the first time since 1923, can go multiple ballots when they vote for Speaker. Now, this is Kevin McCarthy's rebuttal of that. Not to change the rules. You see new members of Congress, Anna Polina Luna. You saw Byron Donalds, a a young guy from Florida. You see people like Eli Crane, an incoming member. These people are saying McCarthy's vote, their vote for McCarthy, is conditional on him agreeing to a rule change that Pelosi made changing it back called motion to vacate the chair, okay? Now, McCarthy has been unwilling to agree with that because he wants to keep Pelosi's rules in place, but they're saying it's conditional. They won't vote for McCarthy unless they change that rule back. Now, Kevin McCarthy is not interested in negotiating. He's had years to negotiate. He's been the minority leader looking for this job. He has chosen the route of, they say he chose violence. He has chosen the route of fighting, not negotiating, and having brute force and manipulating the media to try to get the speakership. That's the route he's chosen. It's the wrong route. It's the cynical route. It's the sinister route. That's why he must never be speaker above all, because this roadmap and this blueprint that he's following can never be repeated by anybody. He needs to go down in flames, because here you go. This was Kevin McCarthy over Christmas talking about speaker. Again, the vote is a week away, and he has not changed his tune to negotiate and try to bring the party together one bit. Roll it, Frankie.
1: The real challenge here is you have to get 218 votes on the floor. So five people can determine to say, no, you can't go forward. But if you don't select the speaker, nothing else happens. So we can't start having the hearings down on the border. We can't send out any subpoenas. We can't start investigating the FBI. We can't become energy independent. Everything stops and the American public wonders what's going on. This isn't something we should be fighting over. This is something we should be uniting. I've just won seats. I won the primary inside the conference by 85 percent of the vote. Let's get to work. The American public expect us to.
0: Oh, let's get to work. Oh, no, they only want Oh, I, I accomplished this. I won some seats. I did this. I did that. You hear that? I, I, I. Not one thing about the other people who have hesita- who have hesitations. It's almost like they don't exist. So, guys, we need to find a good speaker. We need somebody who can represent the people and do a good job. Conservatives, real conservatives, not the fake ones you see on Twitter. Oh, McCarthy. Gotta give it to McCarthy. And as far as President Trump goes, you know, his advisors, I believe, are leading him astray right now. It's a shame. We have point we have made the correlation between this guy named Brian Jack, who is a total terrible guy, who works for Trump, who's in his ear feeding these things. He works for the Trump campaign. He also is on the payroll from McCarthy. Trump's got a million things in his face at once. I think he's feeding him disinfo about McCarthy. We'll see what happens there. But guys, Conservatives are looking for a solid, real alternative. They're looking for a solid, real alternative. And Steve Scalise, is he a compromise candidate? Maybe, but he's not a good guy. Now, I am hearing from my sources in D.C. that a new candidate is emerging and people are organizing behind the scenes to make this happen. Now, we're going to roll this clip here. You guys remember Lee Zeldin, the hero from the New York race. We showed Governor Kathy Hochul. Lee Zeldin had a heroic race. Lee Zeldin's being celebrated. People thought he was going to be RNC chair, and he said that he wasn't going to do it, and he dropped out, but he said Ron McDaniel needs to be replaced. But he didn't say anything after that. We're going to roll this clip here and then give you our exclusive breaking updates. Roll Frankie. Frankie. Uh,
2: to run for the RNC chair for about a month, you announced yesterday that you would not be running up against Ronald McDaniel. Any chance you're going to reconsider that? And I, I believe your statement said no. Not not now. Is there going to be a a chance for you to do that later?
3: Uh, Well, no, because uh, the the chairwoman has said that she is going to run again. And and the way this works is it's a process of one hundred and sixty eight RNC members. There's three people from 50 states. And and I can tell through these calls that this thing is pre-baked. If she wants to run again, I, I believe that she's going to, by design, uh, be getting reelected to a historic fourth term. Uh, and you know that, I don't believe, is the best path forward for the party. And the question shouldn't be whether or not Ronnie McDaniel can put together the votes to get reelected to another term. I believe the real question that our party needs to have is whether or not she should be running for a fourth term. And I believe the answer to that is no. With all due respect, I've gotten along with her just fine. It's not about that. It's not about personalities. I just believe that that our party is ready to, to retool with
0: new leadership. Very interesting, retool and new leadership. So he said all those things, and then he just dropped it. and He disappeared. And people are like, wait, what's going on here? Who, so who's the challenger, right? We got Harmeet. He hasn't endorsed Harmeet. We got Mike Lindell in the race. Lee Zeldin is saying the reality of the situation, that a lot of these things are pre-baked, that the vote for, for, for the RNC chair is not this, like, Democrat process. It's 168 people in the back room smoking cigars, making the decisions. And they are probably going to vote for Ronnie McDaniel. Now, that's what I've heard, too. And you heard Lee Zeldin confirming that. And Lee Zeldin kind of faded from the public eye. And what is he going to do? What's his future? He says we need new directions. Guys, I am hearing that Lee Zeldin is going to be the choice of conservatives to become the new Speaker of the House or at least be nominated So I'm hearing on very good information, I've heard this from three different sources, that they are now looking at Lee Zeldin as the new conservative candidate to be propped up in and thrown into the mix in the event that Kevin McCarthy does not make it on the first ballot, which he will not make it on the first ballot. So, guys, this is, again, this is confirmed. This is multiple people, different angles, and you see you see, Anna Polina Luna release that letter saying the, the terms at which she would not vote for McCarthy. That was co-signed by all these other members of Congress, incoming members. You have the Stallworth people who are holding out. McCarthy, from my sources, he's, the media is saying he's five votes short. He's over 20 votes short right now. Over 20 votes short. He's really short. And what Kevin McCarthy won't tell you is that it's the first time it's happened since 1923. We can't get anything done until we have a speaker. So the American people will be very upset if everybody does not bend the knee to me when I have done absolutely nothing to be a servant leader and meet the demands of real conservatives that people want elected and want their voices heard. You just need to vote for me so we can get these things done. That's what McCarthy's line is. Nothing will happen until I get elected. McCarthy is holding the party hostage right now. What he's not saying is that he is histor- he's the most historically weak speaker candidate since 1923. So drop out. You need to drop out, McCarthy. He's putting his own ambitions above the party. And everybody else is saying it's the opposite? Well, those people are wrong. They're either in on it with McCarthy or they're too dumb to realize that these people, these 20-plus people, are saving the future of the republic. Because that's what they're doing. McCarthy's going to go ballot after ballot after ballot. I hear from my sources McCarthy will go weeks and weeks and weeks. He can care less about getting things done. He's not going to step aside for the good of the country. He will take it, just like it was in 1923, into 50 ballots, which means that we'll have weeks of gridlock in the first month of Congress. It's going to be a disaster. And it's all going to be because of McCarthy. It's going to be a mess. He's historically weak. He needs to step aside. He's not going to do it. This is his final stand. And when he doesn't get the speakership, he will fade off and we'll never hear from him again because he doesn't care. But my sources are telling me that Lee Zeldin right now is the candidate that conservatives are floating to be injected into the race to be the guy. Now, Lee Zeldin is an outgoing member of Congress. He left his seat to go run for governor. So, would he be qualified to be Speaker of the House? Absolutely. We will see if conservatives rally behind him and what happens if a candidate for Speaker Lee Zeldin is nominated in the 11th hour on the heels of this situation or will mccarthy get votes from democrats or get democrats to abstain so the 218 number can go down guys these are all things we need to watch for we are going to break it down and follow it in the next week very closely these are extremely important times the most important vote a member will cast in the house is the speaker vote must we not forget it we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back to wrap up the show do not go anywhere all right, Frankie. How are we doing? We are doing good here, guys. Guys, do me a favor right now. Oh, we got the close zoom. Do me a favor, guys, right now, and rumble this video if you are watching. I need everybody's support here, back live here on this Wednesday. Guys, do me a favor and rumble this video. It is a plus sign on the browser. It is the thumbs up on the mobile app. Guys, if you rumble this video, you help get us to the top, you help keep us on the leaderboard, you help this show grow. Additionally, if you want to help this show grow, guys, You want to help the show grow, guys? You want to help the show grow? Go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify right now and subscribe to our podcast. Mike Crispy Unafraid, you pop it in the phone. If you're traveling this Christmas, if you're all around the place, just like I am, you're in flight delay, you're in an airport, you want to listen to the show again, guys, help me out right now and go subscribe to Mike Crispy Unafraid on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, okay? Very easy, you pop it in, you hit the plus sign in the top right corner. Boom, you're subscribed on your podcast platform. And you'll never miss an update from this show. Guys, thank you for your rumbles. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your five-star reviews on the podcast platform. We appreciate it. That is the fuel to getting this show to the next level. Isn't that right, Frankie? That is correct. That is the fuel. It's all Again, in the, in the old days, it was all funded by big pharma, corporate, special interests, advertisers on we Fox We don't series. want them. The new media... Is the engine being fueled by Patriots like you? So, all 700 plus people watching right now, you got to do your part. That's how you do your part. All right. I love it. All right, let's get back into it, Frankie. All righty, and
1: we are on in. Five, four, three
0: two, one. Hey, welcome back to the show. Everybody. Mike Crispy are coming to you live from New York. Guys. Hope you had a very Merry Christmas. We're never going to stop saying Merry Christmas. People are saying to me, Mike, can you say Merry Christmas one more time? I love the energy in which you wish people a Merry Christmas. Well, that's very kind guys. If you are doing any last minute, still, I guess, post Christmas shopping, head on over to mypillow.com right now. And what better post Christmas gift you're exchanging something. You got a late Christmas party. Who knows? The best way to shop right now is buy America for America, and there's no better company than MyPillow. Use promo code CRISPY for up to 66% off your order. Pillows, Giza Dream Sheets, dog bed slippers, you name it. I bought MyPillow for my family members this Christmas. I hope you did too. If you're still doing any shopping, go to MyPillow.com, and you can use promo code CRISPY, and you will get big, big savings. You better believe it. Guys, speaking of saving, we have a country that we need to save, and the 2024 election is underway. And uh, a guy named Mike Pence made news lately because people said, oh, is Mike Pence going to run for president? Did he file to run for president? Before we reveal the news of the greatest prank I think occurred uh, this year, because this is actually hilarious, we're going to roll the old days of Mike Pence before he fell layer after layer after layer and has now become a shell of himself. This was Mike Pence. Must we never forget if Mike Pence runs for president, what he used to be before he had his historical disgraceful flip flop, Frankie, roll it.
3: And as our election contest continues, I'll make you a promise. We're going to keep fighting until every legal vote is counted. We're going to keep fighting until every illegal vote is thrown out. We're going to win Georgia. We're going to save America, and we'll never stop fighting. Ah,
0: the old days of Pence when he was bass. Those was good times. Those was good times. I think Mike Pence just loves to be, he's a soundbite machine. I tell you, George Santos could take a lesson from Mike Pence. Mike Pence knows what to say, when to say it, how to say it, everything like that. Total, total manufactured politician to a T. But when the push came to shove, obviously he didn't do anything about it. He was scared. He didn't act. They changed the Electoral Count Act in the omnibus bill. They changed that. They slipped that in. So the Mike Pence situation could never happen again. Yes, Frankie? Maybe Pence could listen to him on the Botox situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true. Maybe yes, George Santos. Um, and guys, the funniest thing is that there's been f- swirling speculation that Mike Pence is going to run for president. And over Christmas, the day after Christmas, there was reports out there that he filed his FEC, Federal Election Commission, documents to run for president. But the funniest thing is is that it was a prank that somebody put those papers in, I, which I think is really funny, uh, saying that he was running for president and his, his his people had to clarify that he did not actually file the paperwork to run in 2024. The spokesman said they said it was an elaborate prank, which I think is funny. So now if Mike Pence declares that he's running for president, it'll even be more of a punchline because it'll be, quote unquote, the second time that he's announced. So I think it's a pretty good political gamesmanship. Somebody out there want to troll Mike Pence. He's thinking about running for president. It's an absolute joke. They made it such a joke that for the first time probably ever, somebody filed a fake Statement of candidacy form I guess those people will probably get investigated And go do hard time, but it's pretty funny Just as an objective viewer here, that they did that And I think Mike Pence, the prospect of him running Is an utter joke I think he's going to do it, but I think this thing was really funny So he's not declared yet, guys If you heard that Mike Pence has declared He has not declared yet, all he's doing right now Is selling books and trying to retool his image As the antithesis of Trump Crazy stuff, crazy stuff but We're going to follow it, guys, we're going to follow the speaker race We're going to follow 2024 and we have so much coming to you here as we are wrapping up this year my Chris Bianfre. Before we go guys, before we go, I have a very special shout out to make at the end of the show here. This came to me on Truth Social. This is incredible. This is a fan of the show. This is Hannah. Okay, Hannah who is a fan of the show and her brother over Christmas time, Hannah gifted her brother who Truth Social, me I'm pulling it up right now. Gifted him a this Mike is incredible, crispy t shirt. She actually drew the picture of me, I think made me look better than I ate looking than I actually am. Drew the picture of me, a very talented artist there to make me look good, printed it on a shirt, and gifted it to her brother. And the whole family are fans of the show. That is so amazing. I love it. So I just want to give a very special shout out. To our incredible fans out there, so Hannah, thank you so much. Go follow her on Truth Social. Her artwork—it's Bonanza Lenny B O N A N Z A L E N N Y. That is Hannah's profile, and you can go see how she created the Mike Crispy artwork. And shout out to her brother uh, Flip underscore S. That's F. I-L-I-P underscore S. Go follow both of them. Great Patriots. It really, I saw this on, uh, I think this was on Christmas. I saw this Christmas night. They truth socialed me and showed me this. And I said, what the hell is this? My crispy T-shirt? This is incredible. So, Hannah, thank you so much. You, I, I know you made your brother's Christmas, I guess, by gifting him this, but you really made my Christmas because it was so awesome to see for the first time ever uh, my face being made on a t-shirt so i <laughs> just i was blown away i almost thought he was i'm like what is this i could not believe yeah. that and Frank- also
1: paul thank you for this appreciate oh yeah and,
0: and paul and grazia shout out and thank you for the gift card paul that you sent to us paul i know doesn't like lee Zeldon, but paul i'm just reporting the truth okay i know you don't like lee Zeldon. settle down there buddy i just saying is he better than kevin mccarthy he's better than kevin mccarthy so hannah thank you very much uh flip underscore s thank you very much guys love you all appreciate you all when i see things like this it gives me inspiration It gives me hope for the future, and it fires me up to new levels. It really does. Things like this, the support of you guys, it's what fuels this show. So you think out there, you're a couple thousand people watching, you think you don't matter, you're just watching. Guys, throw me a rumble. Go to Mike crispycom Give me a five-star review on the podcast. Follow me on Truth Social, Getter, anything like that. Support our sponsors. Share this video on your social media. All these things, it gives us life. It is the lifeblood of this show. So I am so grateful for your support guys love you all I do this for you and we are just getting started truly because somebody's got to tell the truth out there and we do it always as you know America first bolt and in unafraid fashion thank you very much everybody for another great show and we will see you back live tomorrow